1989. I'm taking y'all back to the summertime of 1989 as I go ahead and talk about the DOC in the album, No One Can Do It Better. Probably one of my favorite hip-hop albums of all time. But let's not go ahead and waste any time. Let's go ahead and dive into No One Can Do It Better. The DOC was born Tracy Lynn Curry in West Dallas, Texas in 1968. The DOC was originally with the Feel of Fresh crew, and after they broke up, he went on to work with Dr. Dre and NWA, leaving Dallas, Texas to go to Compton, California. After writing songs on Easy es Easy Does It album and NWA's debut album, Straight Outta Compton, the DLC came out with arguably one of the greatest rap albums ever, No One Can Do It Better. The album was released August 1st, 1989. The track listing included songs such as The Formula, Funky Enough, Mind Blowing, Let the Bass Go, Grand Finale. Speaking of the Grand Finale, that was the last song with original members of NWA all performed on one posse cut, the grand finale. How fitting of a title. When we talk about lyrics on the song, The Formula, if you ever get a chance to watch the video, the DLC, The Formula, Dr. Dre is putting the DLC together, making this ultimate uh, MC, just like Frankenstein, how Frankenstein created the monster. Dr. Dre created the ultimate MC which is the DLC. One of the illest lines ever in hip hop. And I will put this line against any album from that era and albums from this era, right? When we talked about the formula, the opening line of the song, the formula, high energy flowing with the wisdom, sense of a rich man, knowledge and the rhythm. This is what I'm using to come up with the style. So I'll interact altogether better with the crowd. Think about that. And he took, he actually, when you talk to the DLC and you listen to some of his interviews, he talked about that song. That particular line was a note to KRS One and Rock Kim because it was all about the lyricism and everything. Sadly, his rise to fame was short. After No One Can Do It Better was released, the DLC was driving in the wee hours of the morning, summertime 1989, speeding, high, drunk, weed, all these drugs that we shouldn't be using. The DOC admitted that he was using during this time. Think about it. High profile rapper, high as a kite, doing all these things, right? So the police actually stopped the DOC. When they stopped him for speeding, right? They looked in the backseat. He had all this memorabilia, album plaques, and all these other things. So they went in. They didn't even stop him. They didn't even um, take him to jail or anything. He signed the autograph, right? Right after that, the DOC got into a car accident, injured his throat, was thrown from a tree. His teeth was embedded into a tree because he flew through the car. And, you know, you think about that as like, man, this guy was like one of the best lyricists ever. Best lyricists. And you hear him now, his voice is you know, real raspy and everything. But if you take that to 1989, that was, uh, that was, that was crazy. And think about it. He even said the police, even though they didn't stop him, they saved his life because if the police stopped him, gave him a ticket and did all that, you know, and took him to jail, who would have known what would have happened? He got a release from jail, probably wouldn't have learned his lesson and kept on living that high speed life. And the fact that the auto accident, he had to get hurt 
in order for his life to be saved. Ain't that something? That's man, you talk about how life can be interchanging good and bad, good and evil, bad versus good. Something that was serious, something that was scary, death defined, actually saved his life. Now he's going on, he's going to have uh, has a documentary coming out that's going to be released this year, 2023. So I definitely can't wait to see that because I was and I am still a huge fan of the DOC. Now let's talk about some nostalgic memories. Now, this album was released August 1st, 1989. I was a freshman at David McKenzie High School in Detroit. And I remember as we was getting ready to go to classes, getting our schedules for that freshman year, I remember these guys, the, the gangsters in the neighborhood, the drug dealers in the neighborhood with their chains and all that, driving around in Suzuki Samurais and Nissan trucks. Everyone that lived during that time, you know what it meant to have a Suzuki Samurai, right, in a Nissan truck with the bass going and all that. That was the sign of the times. And I remember this cat pulled up in front of me as we was getting ready to walk into high school, you know, to get our schedules and everything planned funky enough by the DOC. And at that time, when music videos came on, we didn't have a choice like we have now. You had to get on, go to video, uh, what was it, video jukebox, pay like 99 cents to watch a video. And when the video for Funky Enough came on, you talk about a kid that was crazy excited to watch this video. It was in black and white. It started with Laylaw, who's bodyguard of NWA, talked to Dr. Dre and DJ Yellow, who's sitting in the front seat. Easy E was in the back. He talked about, hey, you guys need some opening acts. I hear you need some acts. Easy was like, yeah, let's go find them. They backed the Mercedes out, and then it's like, it's funky. I mean, gosh, dog, y'all ready for this? That's how I started. If you ever hear that, y'all ready for this? On some of these mixes and this house music and dance music, that's actually the DLC when he, on the song Funky Enough when it started. But I tell you, man, just that, that time, man, everybody was wearing black. Everybody thought they was a member of NWA. I mean, it was, you're talking about the 80s, late 80s, man, 1989. That summer, that summer, not only going to high school, but that album defined my summer. Because I remember I bought that record at Damon's Records on uh, Plymouth Avenue in Detroit and listened to that. It's funky enough. Let the bass go. Mind blowing. The DOC and the Doctor. The Formula. Man, these are songs that you still can play to this day. You still can play to this day. Now, I encourage some of the youth. They listen to these new rappers, these dudes that's out now. Go ahead and talk to your pops, talk to your uncles and all those guys. Talk to the old heads and ask them about the DLC, that album. No one can do it better. It will bring a smile to their face because I know they have epic stories related to this song, to this album. I'm telling you, one of the best, greatest, whatever you want to talk about, Whatever accolades you want to talk about this album, one of the best albums of all time, the DLC. No one can do it better. Phenomenal record. Phenomenal. Just imagine. I told you the story about him getting in an accident and everything. What if he didn't get to the accident? What if he had made another album? He had other albums after that, but we're strictly talking about no one can do it better. One of the best hip hop albums of all time 1989 august 1st man 
that was a great freaking record. I still listen to that record today. Cause you know I'm still, you know, when it comes to music, I'm still stuck in my times. But if you get a chance, ladies and gentlemen, go on YouTube and watch some of the DLCs videos. You'll see the formula, the DLC, and the Doctor. Funky enough. Go ahead and buy the No One Can Do It Better album. Buy the DLC, and I'm telling you, talk about lyricism. One thing about that album, outside of the song with the grand finale with N.W.A., he did not curse on that record. Imagine making a record. Rakim is one of the other guys. Imagine making a record where you didn't even curse on it. Lyricism at its best. Wicked with the pen. And thank you guys for tuning in today on this episode of the Nomad Cast. As we dug into the archives and talked about the DLC's album, No One Can Do It Better from 1989. Now, moving forward, I'm going to start doing more of this. You know how I have the gym shoe stories where we talk about the gym shoe and I provide historical context of some of my memories. Moving forward, I'm going to do that also with albums as well. Look out for the next album that I'm going to talk about next week is the Janet Jackson Control album. Stay Thanks for watching the Nomad Cast, where story time is a pastime, because I'm here to be heard. Trust and believe.